1: The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, just click on the link in this episode's description. Today, a football hero's return after her five-year campaign for equality. Takes back her place. The European Women's Football Championship kicks off today after it was postponed last year due to the pandemic. It's the 11th tournament of its kind since its inception in 1987 and England is hosting it for the second time. It's expected to be the biggest women's Euros ever as the game continues to grow. The prize money for this tournament is double the amount that was on offer at the previous one in 2017. The hosts, England, will face Austria in the first game and in their second game, they'll play Norway, who will be bolstered by the return of their star striker, Ada Hegerberg. In recent years, she's become known not just for her remarkable success on the pitch, but for the stand she's taken off it. Ada Hegeberg has been absent from the Norwegian national team for the past five years after she announced in 2017 that she didn't want to play until the football authorities improved their treatment of female players. I think that girls deserve to be taken seriously uh, if they want to do sports or achieve um, what they are set for. and. Uh, think it's all about putting the same demands as you do for young boys and do that same uh, with young girls in order to give them the same opportunity and also for them to be taken seriously enough. Ada Hegerberg is one of the game's absolute superstars. At just 26 years old she's won the Champions League six times for the dominant force of women's club football Lyon. She's also the tournament's all-time top scorer, and in 2018, she was the first ever recipient of the Women's Ballon d'Or. So her decision to step away from the national team when she was 22 years old was a bold move. She knew she was sacrificing the chance to represent her country in the peak years of her career, missing the 2019 World Cup when Norway was knocked out in the quarterfinals. But her decision was driven by a determination to force a change within the Norwegian Football Federation. Her protest was about gender inequality throughout the sport. The reasons were far reaching, from the pay gap between men's and women's football through to use of facilities in the country. In a 2020 documentary, she said that while preparing for World Cup qualifiers, Norway's women's team were often relegated to inferior pitches, and some kit they'd been promised arrived late and in the wrong sizes. In one incident, the Norwegian women's squad got a single t shirt each to wear for a training camp that lasted 10 days. She said the Football Federation took a train back to the 1800s and stayed there. In an interview with Norwegian sports magazine Josimar, Ada Hegerberg described feeling mentally shattered by her experience of playing football for the national team.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...
1: Women's football has undoubtedly come a long way since its first European Championships in 1987. This year, the world record attendance for a women's match was broken when Barcelona played Wolfsburg women in front of 91,000 fans. In February, American player Trinity Rodman became the highest paid female player in the US after she signed a contract worth $1.1 million. But the women's game still has a long way to go to catch up with the men. And it's often up to the players to affect change, rather than those at the top of the game to proactively seek equality. Earlier this year, the US women's team won a landmark equal pay case. They had been fighting with the United States Soccer Federation for six years. If England had won the Women's World Cup in 2019, the players would each have received a £50,000 bonus. If the men had won the 2018 World Cup, they would have pocketed £217,000 each. In March, Ada Hegerberg posted a picture on social media of herself draped in a Norwegian flag. The caption simply read, Go Norway, long time no see. And she quite deliberately tagged both the Norwegian men's team and the women's team in the image. She had her change of heart after being convinced to rejoin the Norwegian national team ahead of these European championships by the new Norwegian Federation's president, Lise Klaverness. Klaverness is the first female president of the country's football federation in its 120 year history. As a professional, she played alongside Ada Hegerberg. Hegerberg says that it was after honest discussions with Klaverness that she was happy to come back into the fold. Since her return, Hegerberg has played twice for Norway. In her first game back, she scored a hat-trick, underlining just how important she is for the Norwegian side. And as they take to the pitch up and down England over the next month, Ada Hegerberg's influence will be felt as much on the pitch as off it. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. Today's episode was written by Andrew Butler and mixed by Ella Hill. While you're here, I want to quickly tell you about our brand new podcast series from us here at Tortoise. Caroline Criado-Perez has spent years investigating the gender data gap and how women are simply forgotten in a world designed for men. Her best-selling book, Invisible Women, was published to critical acclaim and Caroline was inundated with readers sharing their own stories of the default male. So we're delighted to bring you her brand new podcast, Visible Women, in which Caroline investigates what happens next. To listen, just click on the link in the episode description.
0: The sense maker.